Thank you for tuning in to another week, another FIRE episode. I'm your host, Ona, the CEO, and this week we have a phenomenal woman in the building. She is transparent. She is genuine. She is a bright light in a dark room. I want you guys to buckle up your seatbelts because you're now plugged in, tuned in, tapped in to Outside the Box. and we're back again and this week I want to honor a young lady that I actually came to know through social media and social media have a way of connecting us to people that we'll never know we'll get an opportunity to cross paths with this young lady she has been transparent and she has inspired me without her knowing and I had to have her on the show she's not only a spoken word artist but she's a creative in her own way and I'll give you guys a chance to know her so give it up for the artist formerly known as Save Day Jones, Alicia Jones. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much for having me. Man, it's dope to have you on the couch with your name. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm so glad to be here. Thank yes. you so much. So I've literally like have watched your journey, you know, and I've always known you as a poet. Yeah. And I would affiliate you with the gospel poet community when you first right, came out. Right, right. And so I, I, by that time when you were coming out, I was, when you were coming in, I was coming out. Gotcha, of the gotcha, Of the gotcha. poetry world. I was, you know, but I would still go and fellowship. Right. Actually, that's my first time meeting you was at the improv. Okay. Right. I think we actually performed together. Not together, was it the but Queens of the Mic? I thing? think it was Queens of the Mic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was my first time actually n coming across and knowing who Oney was. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I was still like, you know, girl, I'd be like in my own world. <laughs> I really do. But we became Facebook friends mm -hmm. and I would just see your transparency and some of the posts that you would make would just inspired me and then I started following your poetry I'm like, this girl is dope so I think the world needs to be able to see you but not only just see you in your dopeness but just be able to peel a few layers back because you're so transparent and that's what I love about you and it's just it's high vibrational when you can do that Thank you. appreciate that so Thank tell you. us a little bit like where are you from I am uh, from Houston, born and raised southwest side of Houston. Uh, grew up West A, Fondren, West Belford. Uh, went to Westbury Madison High School, so those are my stumping grounds. Okay. If you don't mind me asking, what year did you graduate? I graduated, I'm class of 03, but I graduated in 02. Okay. Thanks for that. Okay, yeah, yeah. We are, I, okay. We went, I, went to, I went to the Ridge, you know, but okay. I'm most city. I'm still, okay. that's still considered the South, you know? It is, it is. So, I, like I said, I met you in a spoken word community. Mm -hmm. Now, how long have you been um, performing poetry? I actually started performing back in 2015, and it's, it's so crazy that I'm even doing this because I am, like, the most, like, stage fright person. Like, mm -hmm. even now, before I get on stage, I'm like trembling you yeah. know and so my family is completely shocked that this is what I do um, of course they're very proud of me but no one I didn't I never thought that I would be performing poetry just because of like stage fright and things like that and how did you overcome it 
I just think my passion for poetry, you know, regardless of of how frightened I am to get out on that stage, my passion for it just kind of overcomes that. You know, to be honest with you, I I, I started, you know, performing poetry like back in 2001, Mm -hmm. maybe 2000. And here it is, 2023. And I still get those butterflies before I go on stage. And it's almost like once I hit the stage and the lights are on, I automatically transform into someone else. For that moment, I can escape those pressures. But I still get nervous. And even with the show, this is episode 107. And I still get butterflies before I come and record because it's something I'm passionate about. So that's why they say if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Exactly. Because they challenge you to step outside of yourself or the selves that people have projected upon you mm-hmm. to be able to be your authentic self. Exactly. And some exactly. people can be offended by that, but so would. And they can. Yeah. But that's that's the whole thing, stepping outside so, the box. Yes, yes. Come on, girl. That's why you are on the show. Now, I've noticed uh, you, now, I don't even know if you claim to be an advocate, but to me, you've been an advocate for, for mental health awareness by sharing your transparency. And I wanna ask you, what inspired you to be so open about your journey? Um, so during COVID, I went through a depression. Um, and when you hear people say that they're depressed, you just think like, oh, you're just sad or you're lonely. And actually being depressed is not something that you can relate to unless it's something you've been through Mm -hmm. you don't understand the depths of what that feels like Mm -hmm. and even in my depression I knew that I was going through that so that I could relate to someone else so that I could share that experience to someone else because like I said if you haven't went through that yourself you would never Mm -hmm. be able to relate to someone you're just like oh just get up go exercise go do this and it's like you should get out exactly it's not even about that it's not yeah it's really not and um and so I definitely felt like God put me through that journey to be able to share my testimony with someone else and know that there is hope that there is light at the end of that you Mm -hmm. know even in the midst of it and I always just say you know just keep waking up because Mm -hmm. you know some of the things that I've been through for people that know my story or what I've overcome, even they even know just parts of the story. Yeah. To, they, they would say, oh, you're so strong. And oh, you're doing this. Yes. And you have all this going on. You're so strong. No, babe. God just keep waking me up. Because yeah, yes. some days I just thought I wasn't going to be able to get through it. Mm-hmm. But I would still kind of be like, um... Uh, what's that like on autopilot yeah where it's certain things you know you have to do like yeah your mother you know you have to make sure your children are taken care of exactly you know you can't just let your whole everything go you gotta go you have to keep going you have to keep going you can go to work and be functional depressed exactly and I think that's what um and maybe I I was even functionally depressed um, before COVID, but COVID mm-hmm. really gave us a chance because you had no option no, just to sit, sit down. There and deal and you had to deal with yourself and you had to sit there and deal with whatever traumas and um, whatever issues you had, <laughs> you were there with yourself the whole time. And so I think that's what happened. Oh, wow. Well, I actually have a video that you put out some time back, mm-hmm. but it still resonates even with me today. And, I'm, and I hope that the women that are out there watching this show 
can be inspired to and, and understand that we all go through it and we yes. all get through it and we all like they say we're better together and just uplift someone so without further ado you guys give it up for my spoken story of depression by alicia jones i haven't been myself lately and I don't mean the parts of me that peek their head out from time to time just to stop by to remind me that I am not always in control. I know those parts. The impulsive me, the controlling me, I'm so nervous I don't usually talk this much me, and I'm hungry so now I'm feeling aggressive and no one in here better say a word to me. You know, the hangry me. But this is someone new, a me that I've never met that I didn't know existed. I was unaware that it was in me that I had the propensity to fall to such depths the ocean floor would be jealous. Depths that even hell hasn't seen. Imagine Satan smiling enviously because I've gotten even lower than he. Now some would say I'm exaggerating, but that's how it felt to me. I haven't been myself lately. And I'm not even sure who's looking back at me when I'm holding up that apple screen because I was thick before this quarantine, but all the inseams in my wardrobe seem to scream as they are being stretched and pulled over wide load hips and baby got too much back. I'm embarrassed to see anyone, feeling the need to explain how or why I gained weight, too shame to look them in their face. I'm posting pictures with filters from the neck up position, tired of all my complaining and hearing all of y'all saying, all you gotta do is, look, yeah, I know, we all have our coping mechanisms and mine just happens to be eating. Well, yeah, then that's my phone, too much scrolling, too many memes, not enough sleep, declining calls, but complaining I'm all alone. I told them I was depressed. Seems no one understood the seriousness. Isn't anyone noticing that I'm drowning? You can't tell from the way that I'm acting that I haven't been myself lately? Then I got laid off, and I found out trying to keep my head above water is a full-time job. My sanity was based on productivity. I desperately need a daily routine. Having too much time on my hands only gives my brain room to run endlessly. It's non-stop. It won't quit. It keeps going and going and going like that stupid Duracell rabbit. So I picked up some bad habits. I've watched snow fall until it rocked, overdosed on queen sugar until I turned blue, found out I'm crazy, kinda like Joe, whenever it comes to you, I've watched so much TV that it's programmed me, emotionally I'm overwhelmed, just hoping my kids with homework sends me over the edge, so I just go get in the bed, cause it takes too much effort to think. Past traumas coming to surface, y'all. I am on the brink. I'm crying every five minutes. Forget them dishes in the sink. Who cares if they have school? Please just let me sleep. It's the only time I seem to have any peace. And yeah, I've been calling for God and he won't speak. You said you'd be there for me in the midst of despair. That you would not leave me nor forsake me. This load is too heavy. It's too much to bear. You said give it all to you. But God, why aren't you there? I guess because I haven't been myself lately. I forgot that God is not man and he should not lie. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So yes, I had fallen in a sea too big for me. And while I was struggling to keep my head above water, he was the pillar beneath my feet, keeping me steady just so that I could breathe. I woke up each day, his grace and mercies renewed, knowing I had no means of provision, so he took care of that too. I could have lost my mind or took my life, but how would I be able to stand here and tell you? 
that I know you haven't been yourself lately. I know that things may seem hopeless, that there was no end in sight. I know that you feel as if you're losing this fight. I understand what you're battling, but you have to understand that he has already won the war. So just hang on to his unchanging hand a little while more. Man, it was deep. I had to hold my composure, you yeah. know, because I still got a feel. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt that, like, Man. on so many different levels. And, you know, I wanted to ask you, like, what became some of your habits or I want to say coping mechanisms yeah. to get through that time of depression? Like, because now that, and I'm not saying we don't have our own depression still. Right, but right, the right. dark night of the soul part, yes. like, what was, how did you get through that? What were some of your coping mechanisms? I honestly can't even tell you um, how I came out of that is literally only through the grace of God. Um, mm -hmm. And I think just kind of um, having hope, really having hope. Like I said, during that time, I had lost my job. There was nothing going on for me financially. I had no type of schedule. And so I think just kind of getting back to regular life, um, mm -hmm. that really helped a lot. Being productive in some form of fashion really, really helped a lot. And um, really just connecting back with God, really yeah. just getting my prayer life back on track, really, really sustained me and just brought me out that dark place. I love that. I love that because sometimes that's what that's it, sometimes that's the only thing that can help you. Yeah. Because even Bible says you vent is for fools, mm -hmm. and a lot of times we share. It's good to have people to talk to. Yeah. But you really want to find a mentor or a coach for someone that's solution based yeah yeah as opposed to someone that's just that you're just venting to right because I tried reaching out to like family members and like hey just come hang with me hey just go have lunch with me and I don't think no one in my family really understood like how deep in depression I was and it was like girl going on somewhere you know yeah um, and so I just really had to rely on my source which is God, God yeah. yeah and you did that now you you were doing more visuals with yes. your poetry which yes. is dope who are some of because you know we want to show our love to everybody <laughs> that's helping the vision manifest. Who are some of the uh, directors and producers that you've had an opportunity to work um, with? So uh, I worked with the Black Poetry uh, piece that I just did. That was filmed by OG Films. Okay. Um, I worked with um, oh my gosh, the names are escaping me right now. Uh, Ozu. I worked with him. And also the guy who filmed this, his name is Michael. I do not know his tag right now. I can't think of it, but I've worked with some great people. There's definitely more coming soon. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of, you know, trying to break out my shell. Uh, I'm a little camera shy, believe it or not. Yeah. But <laughs> um, so I am definitely working on bringing more content and, and putting more things out there, especially, you know, my poetry. Yeah. So I want to talk to you about your, your, to me, how can I say? It to me, it would have been an aha moment, and I want to talk to you about your aha moment that made you want to share your story, because that's what moved me. Um, I had mentioned to you earlier. I saw a post that you had made at the end of December, and you had talked about how you um, started the year out 
in abundance. Mm -hmm. Can you kind of like regurgitate that a little bit or do you want me to do it for you? No, 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 that's fine. So I did, I made a post on Facebook um, and I, the reason why I made that post, I believe it's so important to be transparency and to be genuine, especially in this social media world that we're living in. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone want to share their highs and act like everything is so great and I got this and I got this and I'm this and all of that, but that's not real life. No, it's it, not. And it's really not. And, and so, that's just who I am as a person. I'm very transparent. Um, I would consider myself to be genuine. And so I like to put those things out there because life is not a cakewalk. You know, mm. it's it's not all, you know, strawberries and, and clouds and all that type of stuff. And I think it's important to be real. If I'm going to share all my highs, then mm. I have to be real and share some of those lows too. And basically what happened is um, I end up selling my house you know, I had some change and I had this whole vision. I started a trucking company and I feel like I did my due diligence in starting that trucking company. I took all type of classes. I partnered with people. I mean, everything that I could think of to make this trucking company a success mm -hmm. is what I did. And it was a total failure, a total failure. Um, t I couldn't find a driver when it was time for me to find a truck. The whole city of Houston was sold out of trucks. Like every single thing I tried to do, I just kept hitting roadblocks, roadblocks, roadblocks to the point I finally found a, a rental company that would rent me a truck. So I started driving a truck myself, hauling loads in the middle of the night to Louisiana. A, knocked the roof off of a post office building. Lord okay. God, okay. <laughs> I'm talking about shingles flew everywhere. I was so determined yeah. to make it work and I think God was telling me, that's not what I have for you, you know. Um, but I was so determined, I was like, I need to make money. And even though I know my passion is truly poetry, my passion is truly the power of words, but mm -hmm. I was so focused, I need to have this, this stream of income coming in, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. So focused on that and it's like, no, that's, that's not for you, boo. That's not for you. And so I ended up uh, in debt, lost everything, um, lost my apartment, ended up getting evicted, literally was living on credit cards till I maxed them out. I had nothing, absolutely nothing to my name. Uh, <laughs> credit score dropped to 400. I didn't even know it can get that low, okay? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was definitely a journey, but you know, God, you know, I truly have the favor of God on my life and he always he makes grace. it happen. Always makes and it happen. I always happen. tell people when people are like, oh, you have so much strength. No, I have grace, baby. Exactly. Because when he give you grace and how you know you have grace is when you could look back at some of the places you've been mm -hmm. and the things that you overcome and realize that you're still here and exactly. you're still manifesting the life that you really want to have. Like you yeah. have a chance. You yeah. really have a second chance every time you wake up in the morning yeah. to be a better version of yourself. Even And, and, and don't get me wrong. Every day I do my best, but every day is not equivalent. Yeah. Because today's best might be different than tomorrow's best. Exactly. But it's the best for that day, whether I'm dealing with illness or whether I'm dealing with stress or whether my kid is yes, going exactly. through something. This is my best. It and might not be the best, but it it's my I best. Today. <laughs> I, I, I still, I'm still kicking. I'm, I'm still, still kicking. kicking. Yeah. And so for you to just evolve, I want to commend you, you know, and I want to commend all the women out there that are fighting battles in private that no one mm -hmm. has an opportunity to see because I was one that was like, I take my L's in private, yeah. you know, because people would make a mockery of you one mm -hmm. because they're really waiting to see yeah. you fall. Yeah. So, I, but at the same time, I had got to the point where I started taking my wins in private too, because mm -hmm. When you're winning 
it's almost like people start expecting more out of you. Like the more you give, the more people expect you to give or yeah. expect you to have. And, right, right. And what I try to explain to people, yes, I have a lot of awards. I have enough awards to fill this whole wall. Mm -hmm. But those are awards, yeah. not rewards. Yes. You understand yes. what I'm saying? So yes. it's a plaque. Exactly. But the 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 money part yes that's, that's the application that I'm having to go through the yeah. process of that's and people are like oh, and oh they, you got it oh you got it they just yeah. see and they don't understand that what it takes to have it exactly you know it's just like some people see people with expensive cars mm -hmm. and they're like oh man yeah they making big bank no they got a big bill <laughs> exactly. that's what they got <laughs> you know what I'm saying so and. I don't compete with people. I don't keep up with people. I clap when others win. Um, and I see that about yourself. And now I feel like you're evolving in what you testified in December that broke you or where you felt like you was breaking. Mm -hmm. I felt like it didn't break you, it broke you open. Oh, definitely. It, it introduced you to a different, like. Faucet of myself. Let me just, let me, let me just be frank. For Please the do. uncensored people, <laughs> it gave you a little taste of fucking juice. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay, I'm a thick girl. Fuck it. Yes. I want to be a model. I'm going to be a model. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Whoever don't like it, that part. Exactly. And excuse my French. But yeah. really, it, it gets you to that point where, you know what? I'm not finna sit here, you know, because we really, us caring about what other people think is really a trauma response. Yeah, From it is. things that we had to go through mm -hmm. younger, from yeah, being invalidated. Mm -hmm. And so when you find yourself in the spirit of comparison, it's like the theft of joy, the yeah. thief of joy, you know. And so I don't compare or compete. Now, if I find someone that I'm inspired by, I will follow them because I want to know Whatever that light is, yeah. I want some of that light because yeah. I want to be able to pass that light on to the next person that I get a chance to experience as well. Gotcha. And so I bring people on outside the box because I want to know what your formula was for success. And for me, whether your success is not measured by the amount of money that's in your bank Definitely account. Definitely not. Definitely. I feel not. like success is measured by the number of lives that you can impact on your journey because mm -hmm. it's not really how you live, it's how you be remembered. Exactly. That keeps your legacy going. You Precisely. Know? You're so right about that. And that's really what it was. So after trying to, you know, bring in income, at the end of the day, I ended up in the situation that I was in. And I was like, if I just would have focused on purpose, who knows the doors that would have opened for me? Who knows what God had for me if I would have stayed focused on purpose? So at that point, it was like, I'm not playing no games no more. I've mm -hmm. wasted enough time. Everything that I want to do, I'm going to go out and do it. I want to have a photo. I always wanted to be a model. I'm about to take Girl, these first pictures. first of all, let me tell you, baby, <laughs> you are perfect just the way oh, you are. Thank you. Listen, thank you, you are absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Thank don't you. let nobody tell you anything different, honey. Okay. okay. Naturally beautiful. Got it, okay? So Thank don't, you. Don't Thank even you so worry much. about it. Now, we're closing out Black History Month, and you just dropped this new visual, and yes. now the world needs to see it. I'm so, like, excited about it. I'm so proud of it. Like, this is kind of my baby right now. So Yes. So it's called Yours, Mine, Ours, Black History. Yes. Let's check it out.
have to admit that I was a little nervous to get up here and talk about history because of those who might say it really ain't in me or that I don't have a right to speak about a culture, about a people whose roots run so deep they left footprints at the bottom of Red Sea or the fact that you could trace us all the way to the Garden of Eden with the first Adam and Eve. By the grace of God, I do as I please. And there ain't no doubt that royalty runs all up and through me, just as those before me, and you, your mama, and your cousin too. And it's with certainty that we are a proud people, and I mean, why shouldn't we be? Just peep the ingenuity. Give us a problem and we'll solve it. Don't have it, we'll make it. Doesn't exist, we'll invent it. Didn't want to see us shine, but we still gave them light. Tired of taking they shit, so we gave them a toilet to sit. Then made some soap to wash their nasty, filthy hands with. Discarded scraps are now delicious delicacies. Have you sucking on oxtails and neck bones with no hesitancy? I know you wanted to keep us enslaved, but to hell with your confederacy. We are a bold people. Just peep the tenacity. Try to hold us down, but oh no, we've always kept on moving forward. See, greed caused ships to sail, not knowing our future seeds would grow in hell. Like conditions, our identity whitewashed, raped, and beaten to submission. Although what Satan used for evil, God always knew the vision that we be scattered across the four corners of this world. See, we are an influencing people. Just peep the originality. Everyone and they mama purchasing what we have naturally. And no matter the league, there ain't never been nothing minor about us. Just a major pain in every lane in which you try to compete against. Ain't enough money in the world that can recompense all that was taken and stolen. And I don't debate my beliefs with catechisms. The effects of systemic racism still lingers longer than tragic gases that killed masses, but yet we're still laughing. We turn our pain into humor, our struggles into movies, leave our hearts on tracks and blood on fields. Our teardrops transform into words until all have heard that we are a chosen people. Just peep the genealogy, often imitated all while claiming to be intimidated, but let's not get this misconstrued. White skin ain't never been our enemy, and if you know like I know, it's the spirits and principalities, but that's another lesson for another day. Look, all I'm trying to say is, there is nothing more beautiful than black to me. I mean, just peep yours, mine's, our history. What do we have to look forward to? Because, girl, I'm <laughs> loving it. I'm loving the new visuals. I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Just, just, just more, more hot shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you yeah. keep it coming because you, you, you've evolved. Like from my first time hearing you yeah. to just now, I can hear the growth. I can see the growth. I can see you are more comfortable yeah. in your own skin. Yes. And that makes you even more beautiful thank because you, there's other people that's watching. Yeah. And by you using your platform to be transparent, to be inspiring, you're inspiring people that you don't know are paying attention. People like me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you just keep doing you. So for those that want to rock with you and follow the movement, tell us where we can find you with your Instagram. You can find me at Alicia Jones Poetry. That's on Instagram. You can find me at Alicia Jones on Facebook. 
and um, YouTube as well at uh, Save Day Jones. It's Save Day Jones because yes. she was formerly known as Save yes, Day Jones. Yes, yes. So, but she's still dropping content on there. So y'all make yes. sure y'all hit the subscribe button and click Please that bell in. notification so you can be notified when she drop her next visual. That's right. And for those that want to continue to hang out with one you can find us the same time the same place we're on multiple platforms find a platform that work for you we're on hip-hop streets spotify himalaya iHeartRadio, youtube soundcloud okay. itunes anchor we're everywhere you just find a platform that works for you and come on over to our youtube channel we need you guys over there so make sure that you go to outside the box with one that's o-n-n-e-y on youtube click that subscribe click that bell notification we have over 100 episodes so if you haven't been watching catch up come on back with us and i'm your girl onated ceo i want to thank you alicia thank you so much for thank just for coming and just sharing your light your testimony your gift thank and you. letting us get all in your <laughs> business and if you guys want to keep up you know where to follow this show has been powered by swan owl CMOS and beverages health is well so make sure you contact one i'll get on your C CMOS and your organic juice blends they do have vegan friendly products so check them out i'm your girl one the ceo i will see you next week same time same place you're now plugged in tuned in tapped in Ta